Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents a special Christmas show, The Happy Prince, starring Gordon McRae and his guest star, Lucille Norman. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and the music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. On this Christmas Eve, we have joined a great story with the great music of Christmas, brought to you by the American Railroads, the same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Merry Christmas, everybody. On this Christmas Eve, I shall be the statue of the Happy Prince. Lucille Norman is the Little Swallow, and John McIntyre is our narrator, who spins for us the lovely story of the Happy Prince. city, on a tall column, stood the statue of the happy prince. He was gilded all over with thin leaves of fine gold. For eyes, he had two bright sapphires, and a large red ruby glowed on his sword hilt. He was very much admired indeed. 
He is as beautiful as a... as a weathercock. That's one of the town councillors who wanted to gain a reputation for having artistic tastes. Then there was the sensible mother. Mama, I want the moon. I want the moon. Oh, why can't you be like the happy prince? The happy prince never dreams of crying for anything. And then there was the disappointed man who gazed up at the wonderful statue. I'm glad there is someone in the world who is quite happy. One night there flew over the city a little swallow. Her friends had gone south to the Holy Land weeks and weeks before. But she had lingered behind, dipping her wings in the river and making beautiful silver ripples. All day long the little swallow flew, and at night time she arrived in the city. And the statue of the happy prince, whose head seemed to brush the starlight, heard the rush of the swallow's wings. swooped down and settled for the night at the feet of the statue. Ah, I have a golden bedroom. Now for some sleep. Why, what a curious thing. There is not a single cloud in the sky. The stars are quite clear and bright, and yet it is raining. Another drop. What is the use of a statue if it cannot keep the rain off? Now, really, this is... Why, the eyes of the statue are filled with tears, and tears are running down his golden cheeks. Who are you? I am the happy prince. Why are you weeping then? You have quite drenched me. When I was alive and had a human heart, I did not know what tears were, for I lived in a beautiful palace where sorrow is not allowed to enter. And each year at this time, the palace rang with our joyous Christmas songs. And my voice let all the rest. Every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. 
everyone called me the happy prince. And happy I was, for I never looked beyond the walls of my palace. But now that I am dead, they have set me up here so high that I can see all the unhappiness in my city. And though my heart is made of lead, yet I cannot choose but weep. What? Is he not solid gold? Far away in a little street, there is a poor little house. One of the windows is open, and through it I can see a woman. In a bed in the corner of the room, her little boy is lying ill. He has a fever, and his mother has nothing to give him but river water. So he is crying. Swallow, swallow, little swallow. My feet are fastened to this pedestal, and I cannot move. Take the ruby out of my sword hilt and give it to the boy. I don't think I like boys. Last summer, when I was staying on the river, there were two rude boys who were always throwing stones at me. They never hit me, of course. We swallows fly too well for that. But still, it was a mark of disrespect. Please, little swallow, will you not stay with me for one night and be my messenger? Oh, but I am expected in the Holy Land, where the sun shines even in the winter. You have been to the Holy Land? Why, then you know the meaning of Christmas. Have you seen Bethlehem? Oh, yes. Uh, Just a bird's eye view, of course. Ah, but it is a beautiful town, dreaming under the starlight. Thank you, little swallow. Thank you. So the swallow picked out the great ruby from the prince's sword and flew away with it in her beak over the roofs of the city. She passed the cathedral tower where the white angels were sculptured. She passed over the river and saw the lanterns hanging to the masts of the ships. And at last she came to the boy's house. He was tossing feverishly on his bed, and the mother had fallen asleep. She was so tired. Then the swallow hopped and laid the great ruby on the table. And then she flew gently around the bed, fanning the boy's forehead with her wings. How cool I feel. I must be getting better. I shall be better for Christmas. Swallow flew back to the happy prince and told him what she had done. Thank you, little swallow. 
My entire city is preparing for Christmas. And how unhappy I would be if I did not have you for my messenger. Listen. The carolers singing through the streets of my city. But they do not see what I see. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. God rest ye merry gentlemen. It is curious, but I feel quite warm now, although it is so cold. That is because you have done a good and loving deed. Now go to sleep, little swallow. The next night, when the moon rose, the swallow flew up to the shoulder of the golden happy prince. Have you any commissions for the Holy Land? I am just starting. Swallow, swallow, little swallow. Will you not stay with me one night longer? Oh, no, I cannot. Please, little swallow, I, I need you. You do not understand. Each day it grows colder here in your city. If I stay any longer, I shall freeze. Just one more day, little swallow. I cannot, dear prince. I... Please. Oh, there are tears in your eyes. Are you so sad that I am leaving? I shall miss you, little swallow. But it is not for my own loneliness that I weep, but for the sadness of others... With your help, I can bring joy to them. But if you go... Stop your tears, dear prince. Let winter come. I will stay with you for one more day. Praise God. Praise God. Turn for the second act of The Happy Prince in just a moment. And now, Act Two of the Lawrence and Lee version of The Happy Prince, our special story for Christmas, starring Gordon MacRae as the Prince and Lucille Norman as the Little Swallow, with John McIntyre as our narrator. <laughs> 
city, but still the swallow remained, doing the tasks of mercy and love the happy prince commanded. Sit on my shoulder, little swallow. But I am so cold, dear prince. Oh, then I shall tell you a story which will warm your heart. The story of the, of the first Christmas. The first Noel, the angels did say, was to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay in fields where they lay keeping their sheep on a cold winter's night that was so deep story. Perhaps you did not hear us or understand us, but we birds have sung that for a long, long time. girl in the square below. She has just dropped her matches in the gutter and, and they are all spoiled. Oh, her father will beat her if she does not bring home some money. And, and she is crying, for she thinks that Christmas will pass her by. She has no shoes or stockings and her little head is bare. Shall I take her a ruby? Alas, I, I have no ruby now. My eyes are all that I have left. And they are made of rare sapphires which were brought out of India a thousand years ago. Pluck them out and take them to the child. Oh, no. Her father will sell them to the jeweler and buy food and firewood. And they will celebrate the birth of the Lord. Oh, dear prince, I cannot do that. You would be quite blind then. Swallow, little swallow. Do as I command you. Oh. 
So the swallow plucked out the prince's eyes and darted down with her. She swooped past the match girl and slipped the jewels into the palm of the child's hand. Why, what lovely bits of glass. Then the swallow flew back to the prince. You are blind now, so I will stay with you always. No, little swallow. You must go away to the Holy Land where it is warm. I will stay with you always. You you have a loving heart. Look. Look down the streets of my city at the white faces of starving children staring out at the black world. I am covered with fine gold. You must take it off leaf by leaf and give it to the poor. Leaf after leaf of the fine gold the swallow picked off till the happy prince looked quite dull and gray. Leaf after leaf of the fine gold she brought to the poor. And the children's faces grew rosier, and they laughed and played games in the street. We have bread now, and perhaps for Christmas, a roast goose, steaming and delicious. Then the snow came. The streets looked as if they were made of silver. Long icicles like crystal daggers hung down from the eaves of the houses. And the little boys wore scarlet caps and skated on the ice. The poor little swallow grew colder and colder, but she would not leave the prince. She loved him too well. She picked up crumbs outside the baker's door when the baker was not looking and tried to keep herself warm by flapping her wings. But at last she knew she was going to die. She just had strength enough to fly up to the prince's shoulder once more. Our task is ended, dear prince. Peace and silence sit on your city. That is because of you, little swallow. Listen. Listen to the lovely silence of my happy city. Silent night. You're going to the Holy Land at last, little swallow. It is warm there. You have stayed with me too long. It is not to the Holy Land I am going. I am going to the house of death. Death is the brother of sleep, is he not? Then she kissed the happy prince and fell down dead at his feet. At that moment, a curious crack sounded inside the statue as if something had broken it. The fact is that the leaden heart had snapped right into it. 
Early the next morning, the mayor was walking the square. Hear me, how shabby the happy prince looks. The ruby has fallen from his sword, his eyes are gone, and he is no longer golden. We must have him pulled down. And what's this? A dead bird at his feet? We must issue a proclamation that birds are not to be allowed to die here. At the foundry where they melted the statue, there was something that puzzled the overseer. Why, what a strange thing. This broken lead heart will not melt in the furnace. Well, throw it away. Toss it over there on that dust heap where the dead swallow is lying. Bring me the two most precious things in the city, said God to one of his angels. And the angel brought him the leaden heart and the dead bird. You have rightly chosen, said God. For in my garden of paradise, this little bird shall sing forevermore. And in my city of gold, the happy prince shall praise me. Thanks to Lucille Norman, John McIntyre, Herb Butterfield, Howard McNair, Patty Ione, Stuffy Singer, Katie Lee, and to our entire company. We're so happy you joined us for our Railroad Hour Christmas party on behalf of all of the American Railroads and all the members of our company. Lucille Norman, Carmen Dragon, and all his fine musicians, Norman Luboff, and all his singers, our producer, our technicians, our writers, and our arrangers. A happy, happy holiday. And God bless you, everyone. All aboard! Well, it looks as though we're ready to pull out. And so until next Monday night, when Lucille Norman joins us for the Railroad Hour Review of the Year, a happy holiday and good night, everybody. Portions of the preceding program were transcribed. Gordon McRae can be seen starring in Warner Brothers' Starlet. Lucille Norman appeared through the courtesy of Warner Brothers, who are releasing the Milton Sperling production, Distant Drums. Tonight's story, The Happy Prince, by Oscar Wilde, with the great music of Christmas, was dramatized for the Railroad Hour by Lawrence and Lee. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroads. Now keep tuned for your Monday night of music on NBC. Hear the voice of Firestone with Eleanor Stieber next on NBC. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.